Hey Midwest Hype Family, happy Tuesday. Today I am hyping up the Cedar Rapids Hope Walk. This walk has been happening for nine years. It's a walk to honor those who have lost their battle to mental health. It also provides education to those who are survivors of someone who has lost or just anyone, you don't even have to be impacted by suicide to join this walk. There will be educational pieces throughout the walk and you'll hear more about that in this episode. This is a heavier topic than what I have covered in the past and it's Tuesday morning a few hours before the episode is released and this is my fourth rewrite of introducing this episode. Every episode is important to me and I always want to get it right. You will be hearing my interview with board member Julia and on this episode Julia will explain what the hope walk means to her. Before the episode begins, anyone who's listening to this I want you to know it is okay to not be okay. Hey, Midwest Hype family. It is your Midwest Hype girl, Cecilia. I'm here with board member Julia Freeman, who is on the board of Cedar Rapids Hope Walk. Julia, thank you for coming on tonight and recording this episode with me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me and the Hope Walk itself. We're excited to be hyped. Yes, and that's coming out September 17th, so Hype Family will give you more details on how you can participate in that walk, but Julia, can you start telling um, the Cedar Rapids Hype Family here, what is the Hope Walk? So the Hope Walk itself is an event that is held every September for Suicide Prevention Month, Um, kind of founded around, um, well, HOPE is kind of an acronym, so we have H being honoring those um, that we have lost to suicide and other mental illnesses, O being openness, because we want to have openness around the conversation around um, mental illness and suicide itself. Uh, P is, of course, prevention. And then E is education, because we do a lot of education throughout the corridor, um, but especially here in Cedar Rapids, because it is Hope Walk of Cedar Rapids itself. And when did Hope Walk, when did that get started here within the community? Um, I think we are on our seventh year. I will uh, check that right <laughs> quick. Um, no, yeah, absolutely. But I have definitely been involved for the past six years. Um, let's see here. We are on our, it is the annual, ninth annual. So oh, wow, involved. nine years. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so I've been involved with the um, Hope Walk for six years. Um, I came on initially as a volunteer, um, and then they asked me to join the board, and I haven't really looked back since, and it's been an enjoyable experience. Um, Every year is different, Um, and luckily, it's kind of bittersweet that we've grown as far as the growth of people attending the Hope Walk itself, um, Mm -hmm. because you don't have to be directly impacted by um, someone um, who has died by suicide. You can just come out and be a supporter, and it's a free event. Um, at Cherry Hill Park. Um, We actually initially had it at Ellis Park for the first, uh, I would say, past two, three years. We've had it at um, Cherry Hill, but we've initially found it at Manhattan Pavilion in Ellis Park um, because there's just something about water and it's right there on the Cedar River um, that brings some hope and healing and restoration as well. Um, So, but due to the flooding, we had to move it. Okay, so it's at Cherry Hill, you said, right? Yeah, this year it's going to be at Cherry Hill, and that's for the 
time being, it's going to be kind of our permanent home for our um, annual Hope Walk. It, go ahead. Here's uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because um, it's, it is a nice location. It's a little bit of a longer loop. We are used to having two loops. So one for the openness and honoring aspect and the other one more for like the future prevention education component. Um, but the Cherry Hill, the way it's laid out is a little bit of a, like a mile and a half loop. It gives us more opportunity to put more signage out amongst the um, loop itself. Um, but we also don't want people walking two miles for two laps. Yeah. <laughs> or just no, like, um, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about the E a little bit in hope. So education. So a little bit before we started here recording, you were talking about the education and you have education throughout the year. If someone wants to get educated on how they can help or get involved, um, what resources do you all have out there? Definitely. So um, most of our education, we kind of have like a K-12 branch, uh, but we also have a community branch. So a lot of the times we bring in a keynote speaker, um, either um, a national speaker, an international speaker, or a local speaker. This year it's going to be a local speaker, but in the past we've teamed up with St. Luke's um, and their um, Trends in Mental Health Conference to have their speaker series. Um, but two years ago, we brought in Kevin Hines, who is relatively famous for um, being one of the very few survivors that um, tried to take his own life um, via suicide um, from, and survived his attempt um, by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, and we had a community session and community um, event, but also we had a practitioner and provider um, workshop as well and Kirkwood community or Kirkwood continuing education here in um, Hiawatha their um, Lynn County campus um, did a great job of helping host that um, but we also do a lot of things in the schools as well um, so the way to get involved is um, definitely you can visit our website at hopewalk-cr.com um, and you can look at um, things that we've previously done in the past. Um, there's also a grant process. So if you have an idea um, that needs some funding, by all means, um, you can find that either on our homepage or on that um, projects of that, things that we support. Um, and we also have pictures and um, donation pages as well um, for that on the website. And you were telling me also, you, you don't actually have to be someone who has been impacted by someone who has um, lost their life to suicide, you can come out and just be part of the conversation as well, right? Absolutely. We have um, wristbands for everyone who um, shows up and attends. Um, like I said, it's a free conference or free walk itself. Um, but we also have wristbands um, and just kind of mementos. That's a thank you gift from the Hope Walk Committee to our participants. Um, so you can have a teal one for a supporter. You can have orange ones if you maybe lost a child to suicide. And there's like a color scheme. And we actually found that color scheme of wristbands um, that migrated over with our founders and our CEOs, um, kind of the chairs of our uh, committee itself from AFSP. So a lot of people are more familiar with American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Um, they're mm -hmm. out of darkness walks. Um, I know Iowa City um, still has out of darkness walks. Um, so that is kind of where that core essence comes from. 
Yeah. Um, so we have that aspect as well. But yes, you can just come as a supporter, um, as someone who is experiencing mental health um, difficulties presently or in the past, um, just to show people that they're not alone. Um, yeah. And that how um, their loved one or their friend or something um, died by suicide is not a reflection upon them. It's not a reflection of love or anything of that um, accord. Yeah, and so I think it's a great opportunity for people to find support or to say, hey, I'm not alone in this, it, you know, no matter what you're going in. Mental health is such a big topic, it, or it should be a big topic. It, it doesn't always get the attention or it deserves, I feel like. So um, do you want to put some focus around that as well? So you mentioned, okay, the P is prevention. Is that right? Yes. Okay, I'm kind of working backwards here in the, in the hope. I, I, why I would start forwards, who knows, but that's what we're doing. Okay, so P is prevention. So um, those who are currently experiencing mental health um, issues or, I mean, good grief, aren't we all? We came out of a two plus year pandemic. Like who knows how to, I'm still looking for the playbook on how we're supposed to act. So um, I think it's very normal for people to be feeling kind of out of sorts or, you know, you know, going through mental health issues. So prevention, how can people find information on that? Um, so a critical aspect of our walk in particular is that we have crisis counselors there on site because we know sometimes that talking about suicide doesn't necessarily um, bring up the idea of suicide, but it allows people to see that, hey, crisis counselors are people too, that they um, connect you on a personal level. We always um, have a resource table available um, as well. Um, but yes, you, the point that you made about the pandemic, as well as a lot of other um, conflicting just ways to drain your mental health and your mental yeah. well-being are definitely present. There is no playbook. Um, it is definitely okay mm -hmm. to, to not be okay. Um, and that's one of the central premises, um, not necessarily Hope Walk, but of just mental health advocacy itself. If you follow yeah. our... Um, Twitter or our Facebook page. Um, I am in sort of charge of that. Um, I'm screened <laughs> a little bit by the rest of the board members. Um, but um, we try to have aspects of that prevention aspect included at least once a week, um, as often as possible, to remind people that um, nobody has it all together, that perfection is um, definitely a myth. Um, regardless of where you are um, along your life stages. We already know statistically, um, just because I'm a number person, I like yeah. quantitative uh, stats as much as possible, more than, I like storytelling and qualitative aspects, but quantitative numbers speak to me a little bit more, um, but also appreciate the storytelling aspect. Um, yeah. To know that, for example, 40, every 40 seconds, someone dies by suicide. Um, in this country, that's just the United States. So 80, 800,000 people um, annually die by suicide. And in Lynn County itself, there have been um, 44 suicide deaths in the last year. So that's 2021. Um, and so that aspect leads into, um, there, I know there are other local suicide prevention organizations that um, are focused um, for example, on student athlete mental health or teen mental health or the veteran population. We try to encompass that all into a preventative 
um, necessarily model um, to include as many people as possible. As a civil rights commissioner for the city of Cedar Rapids, I tried to make it as inclusive as possible, all of our um, posts. So that's my kind of angle to make sure that I say y'all instead of, <laughs> um, you know, men or women. Yeah. There is like men's mental health month that obviously I'm going to post a little bit more about um, people who identify as uh, male um, and their mental health and some tips and strategies and preventative ways. And also the screening aspect of knowing um, what to look for um, if you see a, one, somebody struggling or the resources and how to reach out um, accordingly or start that conversation. Because a lot of times um, I know QPR training, so question persuade. Um, refer training um, dictates that you, because as a society, we're generally the front line of, we know when somebody's behavior is changing or when they're, mm. they're more or less. Um, is that some of those kind of signs and symptoms to look for um, generally amongst people who attempt suicide. Um, but, and then a lot of times um, people who die by suicide also show no external um, symptoms. So to not necessarily judge or shame um, the family members or the friends who honestly did not see the signs and symptoms. Um, statistically, that's important as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think nationally this past year, the news has definitely been um, talking more about student athletes who everyone thought that they were happy, a female soccer player going on to college. And it, you know, you think life is great for her and why wouldn't she, she's doing great and has a college scholarship. So um, as Julia mentioned earlier, it's okay to not be okay. And so, um, oh, that, what was the acronym? So that stands for, I'm Open. going, openness. Okay. So, um, and that, um, it's sort of the central theme of just having the conversation, knowing what questions to ask, op asking open-ended questions, um, not necessarily yes, no questions, knowing um, if you are having that conversation with someone who is struggling um, to ask, are you thinking of killing yourself more so than are you thinking of harming yourself mm -hmm. um, and being as precise as possible. Um, and you will find that um, as a theme across um, the board and also just that terminology that words matter, right? So not using the word committed suicide, for example, mm -hmm. um, or saying, oh, that's so crazy and kind of further stigmatizing those with mental um, health issues, um, regardless of severity, because a lot of times people that need help look a lot like people that don't need help. And um, sometimes just that subtle, um, either workplace vibe or just societal vibe of, hey, uh, you're my, you've been my friend for, you know, X many years, whether you're, um, so I know that you're totally fine and you've always been fine, but it's okay to not be fine. So um, yeah. I know this geniality has like the, if I don't ask for help, then something's really wrong. Yeah. Or uh, that fine stands for um, effed up, insecure, neurotic, and um, emotional. Yeah. So I always got a good kick out of that, but also that kind of shows my age um, as well. And <laughs> um, definitely um, probably tell by my voice, I am not originally from Iowa. I am an Iowa transplant. I've been here for okay. six years, um, but I am originally from the South where it is very heavily um, stigmatized as well that we don't talk about help seeking behaviors necessarily or 
um, looking for um, those um, signs or symptoms um, yeah. of mental illness itself. I'm coming from an ag rural county. Um, the fact that Cedar Rapids has more than two stoplights kind of blew my mind. <laughs> Um, like this is exciting <laughs> we have more than just stop signs we have caution lights back home <laughs> um but yeah definitely um that openness um and that's uh definitely an area of growth for a lot of people so if you are not necessarily as well versed um hope walk um again september 17th would be an excellent um it, registration starts at 8 30 but the Speakers and stuff will start at 9.30. Um, so just come on out to Cherry Hill Park um, to get a t-shirt. Um, we have a suggested donation of like $20. Um, but if you want to just come and not have a t-shirt, that's totally fine too. A lot of teams um, that come um, design their own t-shirt and hand those out at the event itself. It usually has mm -hmm. like their loved one that they lost um, picture on it or like a central theme mm -hmm. on it. Um, we also have a lot of sponsors um, that we'll talk about a little bit later on in this podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but some actual really cool um, aspects that we, ways that we embed in openness into the Hope Walk itself um, is that we have a memory wall um, that I think is really nice because people that have lost friends, loved ones, um, or just anyone like cousins, nephews, grandkids to suicide can bring pictures, but we they can also not bring pictures and just write on construction paper that we provide and markers and pens and stuff. And we have kind of a clothesline type approach. We bring stakes and a lattice grid that you can pin um, kind of notes to your loved one um, on. And we can show visually what it looks like that there's an entire community of support out there um, for these people. Um, so you can write just general, motivating, inspirational notes on there. Um, that's another good reason to show up early um, before that 9.30 mm -hmm. a.m. start um, to decorate our memory wall as well. Um, so that's the openness aspect um, as well. And then H is honoring, right? Yeah. Uh, so um, the way that we Amongst the committee, we are a member of about 10 people um, here throughout Cedar Rapids um, that have all directly lost someone to suicide. So we wanted that aspect of honoring to be very well highlighted within Hope Walk itself. That was kind of the fundamental premise of um, Hope Walk being branching out from AFSP, um, as well as keeping all the funds that we raise here local to help local initiatives and local um, projects. That's through mm -hmm. that grant process that I talked about a little bit earlier that you can find again on our donate page. Just a simple uh, form um, that you use to request funds for an organization for um, individuals as well. Um, but we have a, um, a roll call that is always the most heartwarming aspect of all of our opening ceremonies. Before we take off and everyone does their now one lap around Cherry Hill Park, um, we read off the names of all of those who in attendance have lost someone to suicide. So for example, I um, lost um, my student 
um, Kyle that Durding um, whenever I was at Murray State University. Um, and Kyle's family has given me explicit um, permission to share his story, but his name is always added to our roll call, as well as um, my uncle. Um, and that aspect of adding the name along the rest of the names to um, the list that have been in attendance that have lost someone close to them to suicide. So that we include the name of the person who has passed from suicide um, and just saying the word suicide itself in a public space, um, especially yeah. for those who have, um, are fresh on the loss, like within the year, year or two mm -hmm. um, post loss. And we also support, we also fund a lot of support groups. Um, we um, at one time funded a youth support group um, around loss because it's a little bit of a different grieving process. It seems like um, you have some fairly unique needs and a lot more whys um, amongst the um, grief and support groups. And those are all facilitated by trained providers, trained facilitators. Uh, we partner a lot with Foundation 2 um, yeah. here locally, who awesome. also answer all of your crisis um, 988 calls now. So we're very excited about the 988 um, crisis line being um national now yeah not iowa yeah. um so we're going to include that on our shirt this year um and i'm not sure i think we're actually expanding the cloth bracelet so normally we have silicone bracelets as the one that you guys cannot see but it's silicone <laughs> share hope um and it has hope walk 2021 on it this is last year's um, and we're going to try fabric bracelets and they're going to have the 988 number on them. Our new slow, or we have a different slogan every year. Um, so show up on the 17th to figure out what, what it's going to be. To see what the new slogan is. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then it will say Hope Walk 2022 on it um, for those fabric wristbands. So Julia, you mentioned Kyle. And so can you share with us what Hope Walk means to you? Sure. Um, so Kyle was a sophomore whenever I was a senior um, in my undergrad um, at Murray State University in Murray, Kentucky. Um, he was a bright, brilliant student. I was uh, a TA, so I thought I was really cool at the time. Um, I am an educator by trade. Um, so I was a bi biology, botany, teaching assistant in a lab and Kyle was relatively um, reserved, but also a leader of a group. He was a very brainy, smart kid. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we sort of connected because he was a group captain or group leader of his botany crew. Um, and then I graduated um, the following fall and by um, that spring semester, I was at Western Kentucky University in Bowling Green, Kentucky, probably two hours away from Murray, um, whenever news broke that there was a student who had um, attempted to take their own life um, by jumping off um, the top floor of our music building at Murray. So I figured, uh-oh, this is a problem, but I probably won't know them. Like Murray's a relatively big campus for, like I said, I come from a very small town. Um, so yeah. Murray was 
middle size um, town nearby that had a university, not just a college, um, but a university that mm -hmm. gave out degrees. Um, and then about a week later, um, news is spread of the actual name because his brother, his sister, um, his mom and dad had given the news outlets permission to share his name. Um, and that's a lot of times why. Um, and Kyle liked to play video games. He was, like I said, very brainy. He liked to study. He liked to do well. He was a very high achieving student. Um, and I didn't know anything at the time. Um, being a first year grad student, again, learning biology at um, Western Kentucky University um, about how to really respond or what to look for. He didn't, mm -hmm. from my recollection, he didn't show any external signs. And it was, again, three, four months before, um, from the time I last saw him before I graduated to um, when I was coming back home for his celebration of life or his memorial service at that time. Um, he's from Bardstown, Kentucky, which is sort of in central Kentucky. Um, and um, it was my first time in Bardstown. Um, and the first time that I had actually gotten to see his parents, because obviously you don't see the parents and the right. whole family of um, your students whenever you're TAing, you just see the student themselves mm -hmm. and um, their performance itself. Um, but that sort of, um, sparked a lot of my interest in um, suicide prevention and mental health advocacy. And then um, along the way, um, there have been other um, either residual, um, like friend of a friend, sure. um, people who have died by suicide or those directly impacted in my life um, and how that's impacted the entire campus community as well as his family and friends. Um, yeah. But yeah. We're Murray itself is a very small town, close knit um, society, and it's it's public university. But you also know each other. You know each other mm -hmm. well. You know, um, I believe Kyle was also in marcher band or racer band, marching band for the football team um, as well. So he had that outlet and that um, community as well. That were very impacted by his suicide um so yeah that's kyle's story um and i send kyle's mom a mother's day card probably more often than i send my own mother, mother's day card um every year um like clockwork because although she does have other children like i said kyle had a brother and a sister it's really important that i take the time to reflect on what kyle's legacy um and story mean to me um, and that his name is not in vain. Like his, yeah. his life mattered, his legacy matters. Um, and that's true for anyone, regardless of the way in which they pass. Um, mm -hmm. I know a lot of other um, people get, whether they're celebrity status or not, um, get kind of hyped in the media, especially our student athletes, as you spoke about earlier. Yeah. I have one here locally who was swimming for UNI. Um, that is also um, kind of making the headlines and stories mm -hmm. like Kyle's do not. Um, but that's also one of those bittersweet things that mm -hmm. family can take the time to grieve and process. And I mean, now it's 15 years later and yeah. we're still showing the impact that his story and his life had. And that was just a single semester of botany. 
um, that um, we shared together. And of course, um, grades do not define anyone, especially in this back to school season. I think yeah. it's really that this podcast is in, uh, recorded the week before. Yeah. Weekend before Very school. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how. Well, works. thank you so much for sharing that, Julia. And um, on the Midwest High School podcast, I always talk about people who hype people up in their lives. And so who are the hype people for Hope Walk? And I think kind of the sponsors that you're talking about. Sure. So um, first, the way that you can sponsor us is go to our donate page and you can um, hype or sponsor a particular team. Um, And you're welcome to um, explore that option. If you have any questions, by all means, um, find our email address um, on the page itself or it is a cr.com hopewalk at gmail.com mm-hmm. um that's one of the few technical aspects i do not manage so <laughs> you will get to our board chair um on that gmail account um but our sponsors um a lot of banks um foundation two of course provides that in-kind donation of having their crisis counselors um spend the morning with us doing um, crisis intervention and just showing the personhood aspect of what it takes because a lot of times helpers need to be helped as well. So that practitioner and provider aspect. Um, And they are also a lot of times um, lost survivors. Um, And then, so we have community first, we have um let's see the ones that i uh ace hardware here o'donnell's ace hardware um there have been a few golf classics so smug classic um mh equipment um i know is a big sponsor generally um i can and then all the ones that are on the back of our shirt typically um for each year i think it's a don't quote me on this, but I think a $500 um, donation from a business aspect, and you can put your logo on the back of our shirt as like one of the presenting sponsors. Um, but we also take time to um, document, and like I said, $20 donation um, will still um, go towards the greater um, cause of Hope Walk itself. Um, and our Murray, Murray Rose Wilson Counseling, um, Family Wellbeing Associates. And yeah, uh, you'll have to forgive me for not knowing that. That's okay. Um, But I definitely have in the past um, definitely sent out emails. And if you're interested in receiving an email from Hope Walk um, with the sponsorship packet, which is also on our website. Um, under like the donate that has like sponsorship pack at 2022 um, on become a sponsor, then that would be um, great as well. I think the deadline for having like your logo in and your um, donation for businesses is the 31st of August, just so we can design the shirt. Yeah. Um, put the logos on the shirts and get them printed by Adcraft, who is a local union printer, which I found to be really important. Um, as someone, as a daughter of someone who is um, proud union member, so I wanted to ha- make sure we yeah. had printmakers, um, and also that's really important from the trade aspect 
um, as well. Um, yeah. So that they can have those shirts ready to us by the event day itself. And also our volunteers. So our volunteers, I do a lot of volunteering throughout the community. I actually just got done volunteering for the um, Cedar Rapids Softball Hall of Fame um, games uh, earlier today. So our volunteers, um, our registration volunteers show up a few days ahead of time to um, work through any of the glitches that might happen with our credit cards, our checks, mm -hmm. our because um, they're kind of the front line of the money part of Hopewell. Sure. Yeah. Um, but we also need volunteers for um, handing out wristbands or making sure that the names are spelled phonetically on the, the roll call or our memory wall or even some volunteers for our um, generous in-kind food, coffee. Um, Hy-Vee always gives us water, so they're definitely um, hyping us up. Um, Casey's and Quickstar, I know in the past, have um, Brugger's, Bagels, um, Donut Land, and Lou's Deli. Um, so you don't have to necessarily donate money. You can always donate in kind. In uh, previous years, we have had more of a silent auction component, especially if we have those workshops with the bigger name speakers. Um, so um, the Iowa Hawkeyes, ISU, who had Steve Prome, who used to be a Murray State University um, basketball coach before he was a um, Iowa State coach, but now is no longer the Iowa State coach either. Um, so I like sports along with <laughs> uh, eclectic things. Um, so Iowa, ISU, um, I don't know that I ever secured any UNI um, merchandise, but um, the Packers have donated football to us before the um, Green Bay Packers. Um, awesome. and, um, places like Johnson & Johnson, the pharmaceutical company, yeah. I know have um, also supported us in the past um, as well. I'm not sure if they're doing that this year or not, actually. I'm kind of stepped away from the sponsorships. But yeah, there have been, a, and we're very grateful to each and every donation that we get, regardless of the, um, whether it's an in-kind donation, if it's a monetary donation, every little bit towards that openness um, and um, prevention education and honoring those that we've lost um, through our programs, through our event itself, um, goes towards a directly good cause in the corridor. Um, and we're very proud of that. We want to keep it that way. And so let's talk about that. Where, so that money goes right back into the corridor. What kind of programs does that go towards? Um, so it goes towards those funding the facilitators for those support groups. Um, I know um, whenever we have the bigger name speakers, a lot of times they do give us discounted rates for their speaking fees, but they still have speaking fees. Okay. Um, and then um, I know you all, again, can't see it, but I'm wearing a You Are Not Alone shirt that um, we funded for Suicide Prevention Week at Linmar High School um, mm -hmm. two years ago, maybe. Um, and then I know Washington High School um, has also... Um, had speakers come um, here recently within this past year, um, we funded a screening of My Ascension, um, which is a suicide prevention um, film um, that features Emma Benoit from Louisiana, so yay Sal, <laughs> um, who um, is um, doing a speaking series via Zoom because of COVID and the pandemic sure. um, 
but she also has a film out called My Ascension that is very um, heart-wrenching about her attempt um, at taking her own life. She was a high school cheerleader. She's still very exuberant and bright, um, but unfortunately she is uh, now paralyzed as a result of that attempt um, to take her life um, just because of um, various factors. So a lot of times um, there's also a stigma that, you know, this one thing caused them to spiral downward, but actually right. a lot of times it's more of a myriad of things. Um, mm -hmm. of factors. Um, and again, we talked a little bit more about education, um, bullying and ostracizing um, and cyberbullying, um, of course, play into that, especially for our, um, even our young um, kiddos. Um, so like our five-year-olds all the way up to, you know, high school, middle school, um, college level. So those aspects of inclusion matters, diversity matters. And if you don't have anything nice to say, or, you know, that golden rule, um, yeah. so age, um, that those things matter. Um, and they have tremendous impacts on other people's lives, not just yours, but the ripple effect. And that's another film that we showed here recently. Um, especially around whenever Kevin Hines was coming to speak um, at our walk. Um, we had mm -hmm. two film screenings, one at Marcus Weber Theater and the other one, I believe, was at Collins, but it may have been somewhere else. I know we had two different um, film screenings of that documentary itself um, as well because it featured Kevin um, and um, his foundation as well. So we wanted people to be familiar with the premise, the concept, yeah. as well as just a lot of that stigma fighting of his story, Emma's story, and that storytelling does matter. That behind every one of those statistics that I talked about earlier is a face, is a name, is, you know, the entire population of people who are impacted that you don't necessarily um, know or see that people that are impacted by your smile, your influence, you're holding the door for them, you're letting them in front of you in line, or even just your overall personality and light that you bring to this world. Absolutely. And then, Julia, if people want to connect with Cedar Rapids Hope Walk on social media, which I think you're kind of behind the scenes of, how can people find you on social media? Definitely. So our Twitter is at underscore hope walk in all capital letters. So H so at underscore H O P E W A L K. Um, and I try to post there fairly regularly. Um, but also, um, as you hyped up earlier before this podcast, yeah, tagged um, our Facebook page. So that is, um, I'm preparing the post for next. <laughs> uh for in the morning because i like to just get up in the morning and be like share <laughs> be proactive with it absolutely try to be as much as possible <laughs> sometimes i'm not as clearly thinking in the mornings as Same. what i really like Same. to be so i think better in the evening um uh, okay so our facebook is um facebook.com slash cedar rapids so cedar um is capitalized rapids is capitalized and then after that, hope, um, all three, all four letters are capitalized and walk is not capitalized. So facebook.com, capital C-E-D-A-R, capital R-A-P-I-D-S, capital H, capital O, capital P, capital E, under, 
What's it? Lowercase. There you go. Lowercase. W A L K. Um, and, our, and I'll I will put I'll I'll tag their socials so you guys can follow them as well. Yes, please. I appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, um, but also checking out our webpage. I am actually not yep. behind the webpage. I am just behind the socials. Um, <laughs> but our webpage is hopeblock-cr.com. And it has, um, it will have our weather updates. So because it is an outdoor event. Absolutely. And we're, and we're in the Midwest. So who knows what's going to happen. That's why we had to move it from Ellis. is because of the flooding at one time. Yep. Um, we are able to use the nearby church. Uh, I think it's Cedar Hills community, if I recall correctly, um, okay. as kind of a form shelter in case um, something pops up during the event itself. Um, but hopefully we will post um, event updates to um, our Facebook page or our main hopewalk-cr.com page so that people are aware before they try to travel in, you know, a storm in the Midwest yeah um but yeah ninth annual um hope walk is on september 17th and that's the way um that Support, we were volunteer yeah yeah no, um absolutely. Actually, if you want to volunteer i recommend messaging our facebook page i don't think there's a volunteer spot okay. on the actual web page okay area of improvement for sure that we will discuss maybe after <laughs> the and we do um meet um, at least every month um, around the event itself, we typically meet as a committee more readily. I'm sure a lot of other um, organizations that I'm also affiliated with um, do the same thing around those major events. Um, so we can always bring that up to the community, um, to the committee itself. And we want to be indicative of the community as much as possible. Um, an aspect that I am really proud that I was able to incorporate within Hope Walk itself is that we brought in ASL interpreter from um, hands-on communication oh, to do our um, opening ceremonies. So that gets a little okay. tiresome whenever we get through the roll call because sure. it's a lot of names, yeah, and spelled. Um, but they've been troopers and they um, always donate their in-kind um, donation of um, bringing either one or two interpreters. Um, from and from their organization to Hope Walk for that morning um, as well. So trying to make that as inclusive as possible. And we try to stream it um, on our socials. Sometimes it's more successful than others because signal out at Cherry Hill is not always um, the most paramount. And the City yeah. of Cedar App is amazing as well to let us use um, the uh, pavilion, let us rent out the pavilion there. Um, as well as the community. So letting people know that that community aspect um, of this is what a survivor looks like. It does yeah. not necessarily look always like, you know, your person in the corner grieving and crying and, you know, despondent. A lot of yeah. times it is um, some of your more community leaders um, and those that put on the happy face and smile accordingly it doesn't necessarily mean that not, they're not struggling um, just as much or more so than the person who is um, externally um, grieving their process as well. Julia, so September 17th, go out, find a Midwest Hype Girl Facebook page. I've shared where you can register. 
can and you said they can register day of event as well is that correct absolutely yes okay. so you can register on the um web page so hopewalk-cr.com it has register and you can create a team or you can um register as a solo participant um, and then join a team um, later on if you want to um, or you can just show up the day of um, and you can also donate um, electronically um, we have venmo we're going to add venmo to in person i'm not sure that we're going to do that electronically um, paypal um, we can do electronically um, and then um, also on-site registration so basically just a waiver that you know if you fall during the walk yeah. that not necessarily liable and those kind of insurance type things um, but we don't necessarily um, anticipate that to be too big of a barrier for um, most of our people and it is a very accessible walk when it comes to physical disabilities um, and other um, barriers that sometimes get in the way of other events and other, you know, fundraising awareness um, events. Yeah. Um, yeah. So register, um, create a team, or join a team that's already there. Um, participant registration. Feel free to um, definitely elevate the message and hype us on um, Facebook beyond yes. this page. Um, and yeah, we're just very appreciative of the opportunity. Yeah. Um, Get the word out and let other um like i said it's a free event you're under no obligation to um donate um we really just want people there to show the solidarity and even um, educate themselves so that they yeah. can be better um responders um to themselves or um a loved one a friend or sometimes even you know just that random stranger um on the street That's what absolutely Thank you so much, Julia, and everyone go out and register for the Hope Walk of 2022. Thanks, Julia. You're very welcome. Hey, Midwest Hi family. We are going to take a few seconds right now as a moment of silence to honor those who have lost their battle to mental health. Thank you, Midwest High family. And more than ever today, please reach out to someone, let them know that they matter to you, and don't forget to hype someone up in your life today.